Success in our schools and for our students is a direct result of the energy and commitment of Anoka Hennepin's dedicated employees. This is Superintendent David Law. Each year, our school district coordinates an awards program called Above and Beyond. Employees are nominated and recognized for exceeding expectations. This year's Above and Beyond recipients include a list of 14 exemplar employees. They are rock stars who make a difference for their students. Unfortunately, safety guidelines related to COVID-19 forced us to pursue an alternate recognition for these employees. We hope you enjoy this podcast series and learning how Anoka Hennepin's employees go above and beyond. This is Kay Valella, Assistant Director of Communication and Public Relations. I'm here with Rachel Baird, who we are proud to name an Above and Beyond Award recipient. Rachel serves as a special education teacher at Sand Creek Elementary School. Welcome. Rachel, tell me about your hometown and your education background, high school and college, and how you got started with the school district. Well, thank you for having me today. Uh, I grew up in a small town and attended a small parochial and elementary uh, high school. Um, I moved to Minnesota in middle school, you know, as if it wasn't awkward enough. Um, but I had some great supportive teachers um, and people who guided me along the way and were inspiring to me. Um, when I was in high school, I was a PCA for a toddler with autism, and that taught me patience and opened my eyes to integrated services with children with disabilities. Then I moved on to Winona State University, another small town but beautiful scenery, where I majored in special education. While in college, I was a registered nursing assistant in two nursing homes, and that taught me compassion and respect for generations who have gone before. It also taught me persistence because that is a really physically and emotionally challenging job. When I moved into student teaching, I learned the importance of planning and flexibility, and let's be honest, an emphasis on flexibility. All those layered skills prepared me for teaching. I taught for three years through the Intermediate District 916, but after having children, I desired to work closer to home, which led me to Anoka Hennepin, where I worked at Andover Elementary for two years, Johnsville for five years, and now Sand Creek for four years. I've been very fortunate to have kind and supportive leaders in every school. Can you recall a favorite moment while working in our schools? My favorite moment tends to occur when a student who's participating in a high setting two or setting three program experiences enough newfound skills to increase their ability to access the general education setting. I love that because they're able to build relationships with other staff and their peers, and they also get to increase their academic skill set. That's great to hear about. If you could just change one thing about school, what would it be? That is a great question. I happen to have many thoughts about this, but if I were to choose one overarching element, I would like to see every teacher have all the tools necessary to reach every child in their classroom, physically, emotionally, academically. But until then, I believe that collaboration between home and school is critical. And I'm so lucky to work with the fantastic staff at Sand Creek. I simply could not do my job without their professional expertise and collaboration. What do you think students need most from schools? So you talked about it a little bit with uh, that collaboration piece, but is there anything else that you would want to include on that? in that? I believe that students need consistency and predictability while we maintain reasonable expectations for every individual child. They need to know that staff are there to support their basic needs and to facilitate their learning. 
From what I can tell from your nomination, you're working tirelessly to enhance learning for your students. Tell me a little bit more about that. Uh, this year has been an, an opportunity, I'll choose to say, for really building upon uh, the setting two and setting three programs that we're able to offer at Sand Creek. I have had a few students that are learning to be in school, and it has uh, given me the opportunity to learn new ways to address their needs, to collaborate with all of the support staff and with their parents, and to also um, shed light on some of the needs that our students have here at Sand Creek that we together as a staff can come and come together and support. Great to hear. Who or what inspired you in choosing your career path? And it sounds like you've been on a, a few different avenues, but all helping people. Uh, yes. So my first grade teacher, Mrs. Hubbard from Grafton, Wisconsin, inspired me to be a teacher. Um, she had a really tough class, but despite her challenges, uh, she demonstrated patience and tried to provide individualized attention to all of her students. Um, I do feel that being an educator is a calling and that those of us who intend on being lifelong educators have really been prepared and have had things come into our lives to compound and allow us to, to be good educators and to be good advocates for our students. That's awesome, Rachel. Hi, my name is Tessa Geist with the Anoka Hennepin Educational Foundation. As the district's nonprofit partner, we're delighted to recognize you as our Above and Beyond Award recipients. You are selected from nearly 8,000 employees for what you do every day for our students and families. As a colleague and a parent, you make me proud. Thank you for what you do every day and keep up the great work. Welcome back. We do appreciate the support of the Anoka Hennepin Educational Foundation. Students benefit from a highly productive and qualified staff, those who go above and beyond. And we are here with Rachel Baird, who serves as a special education teacher at Sand Creek Elementary School, one of the 14 recipients of the Above and Beyond Awards this year. Welcome back. If you had 10 seconds to tell the world about your students, what would you say to them? I would say that Sand Creek students are resilient, hardworking, fun, and kind. They are by far the best and most important part of my job. How do you keep things fresh and engaging for your students? I have students come to me with really a plethora of needs, and um, I don't always know what they're going to walk in as on Monday. So uh, we take it day by day, and I really try to help my students to make personal connections with the curriculum and celebrate their newfound skills throughout the year. I do try to sprinkle in some humor with the older students, but my own children at home remind me that I'm really not that funny, so I shouldn't try. Um, <laughs> I'm currently learning to use a lot of new technology to increase communication and engagement with my students and their families. Um, really for me, what's on my heart is going forward, I hope to bring additional therapeutic interventions to Sand Creek. Talk a little bit more about that. What, what would that look like? So I recently completed my master's thesis on therapeutic interventions for children with autism. I explored some really unique and, and fun avenues that are not always able to be presented in the public school setting. Uh, for example, music therapy, art therapy, um, uh, some yoga, animal therapy. 
And all of those things require probably a grant uh, and to bring an outside therapist in. So that would look like an individual or small group setting and uh, helping students to really engage, increasing their um, eye contact, their conversational skills, reciprocal language, um, language in general, really. And then a little bit of that empathy piece, especially with animal interventions. So um, it's very special. I've had the chance to witness it in a previous position. And I'm telling you, we get engagement from students like nothing else when they are reading to a puppy or um, listening to a guitar and waiting for their turn in the song. It's that um, trying to anticipate is a skill that oftentimes we don't see with students on the autism spectrum. So not only is there a calming effect and reduction in anxiety, but we see an increase in functional and social skills, which absolutely translates into their ability to participate in the classroom. Thanks for explaining that, Rachel. That really helps us um, kind of know just a little bit more what you were, you were mentioning there. Um, you mentioned in your application that collaboration was important. I know you've touched on this a little bit already, but tell me a little bit more about that. It sounds like working with other others really do help students out in the long run. I feel very fortunate at Sand Creek because we truly are a team in the special ed department and we pair pretty well with the general education teachers too. Um, this would be a very lonely and exhausting job if I were to try to do it all myself. I mean, not only do I not have the skill set to meet every need of every student, um, but we lean on each other for emotional support and we also come together to meet the needs of our students, um, whether it being functional, social, emotional, uh, speech and language, that communication piece of it, and then the academic side of things as well. What was your first job ever? So my first teaching job was with Intermediate District 916. I was hired before I graduated Winona State, which the dean of the department did promise, so he made good on that. Uh, I was hired as a special education teacher for the CID program um, at Otter Lake Elementary. Uh, we rented a space out in White Bear Lake, and that program serves students with the communication and interaction disorders. So uh, typically on the autism spectrum with very low uh, communication skills, uh, usually functioning about 18 months to 24 months developmentally. And um, while I was there, uh, I learned and I went through what I would equate to a boot camp experience, an introduction to the world of autism, which challenged me and stretched me in ways that I could not imagine. Yet I carry those memories and those skills and those experiences with me every single day. Um, I had the unique opportunity to work uh, very closely with speech and language and occupational therapists who were on site. And then also uh, one unique aspect of that job was the pleasure of working with outside music therapists, um, touching on some of the yoga components, and then also working with our speech and language uh, pathologists, uh, animal therapy dog. So that was very special. Um, I do wonder about those students from time to time. They would all be grownups by now. Uh, but I really do see that those intentional and progressive programs make a very fundamental difference when you're considering like um, early intervention for some of those younger students at the elementary level. What are some of those ways you grow those relationships with students? 
I try to get to know my students, find out the things that they like uh, and the things that they do not prefer. Um, And I also try to work with them and tailor uh, their educational experience to their unique needs and challenges. So, you know, we're daily uh, modifying curriculum so that we can find that zone of proximal development. We are reducing anxiety by changing environmental stimuli, whatever's going to help them focus through that day. And then uh, we've had a a pretty recent history at Sand Creek of creating high setting two and setting three programs, which gives me the opportunity to spend a lot of one-on-one time with my students to shape behavior, to model and guide them as they learn how to be in school. Um, I think the connection with the parents, especially in those situations, is critical. Sometimes it's daily communication um, and really getting to know the students so that we can predict what's going to be best for them while also pulling them in with that collaborative problem-solving model that Ross Green has recently talked to our district about. Talk about like an aha moment that you've had um, with uh, Anoka Hennepin student or parent or family throughout um, the years that you worked here, something that's just really stuck with you. One of my favorite memories was working with a student who, um, when I was hired, was in one of the younger grades, and he was truly learning how to be in control of his body, to sit and focus, and to work with other people in the room. So we worked for about five months on building uh, foundational, functional skills that would allow him to attend to an academic situation. And let me tell you, after five months, his reading started to take off because he could focus. Reading is near and dear to my heart. I would teach it all day long if I could. Um, So when, when he went from minimal letter ID to all of a sudden knowing his letters, to blending and segmenting CVC words, to knowing a few of his high frequency words, that was amazing. I feel like we were able to have some very special one-on-one reading sessions, um, So kind of going back to part of my favorite moments is when we get to that point in a child's learning where they're able to participate in the school experience, they're able to be safe, and they're able to access that learning in a school setting. That sounds so great, Rachel. Can you recall what your dream job was when you went to, or when you were in elementary school attending as a student? What what did you think your dream job was? I've always wanted to be a teacher. It's a little cliche, but it's true. Uh, I really wanted to have a classroom just like Mrs. Hubbard's. I always thought that I would have my own little parochial classroom, that I would teach all the content areas. I even took piano lessons and voice lessons in case I had to provide the music instruction like she did for us. And then as time went on and I grew up, I realized that special education was really um, uh, more in the public education setting. So I That aside, I love what I do, and I still think that I'm on the same path that I I was in first grade when I fell in love with my teacher and wanted to be just like her. Um, I know now that I can take my work ethic and my skill set and build relationships anywhere I go, and it's not the actual physical classroom that makes a difference. It's that relationship just like Mrs. Hubbard had with each one of her students. So now that you're there, you essentially your dream job from elementary school and you're you're practically there now. It, how cool is that? I know it's amazing. I feel very lucky to be able to do what I do every day. 
So our district theme this year promoted our staff as rock stars. Another way to say you are going above and beyond, right? Do you have any bands or music that you like to listen to or um, any songs you know all the lyrics to? So I actually have a terrible memory for song lyrics, and I wasn't raised on rock and roll. But what I do find is um, I listen to a lot of praise and worship and classical music because it grounds me and it seems to settle some of my worries and anxieties and fears that I know we're all going through. But as seasons of life come up, I find myself just coming back to um, my core beliefs and holding fast to that. Um, I actually wrote my thesis pretty much to the Hans Zimmer channel on Pandora. Uh, <laughs> I could probably hum all those songs. Um, but one takeaway that I do have that I like to hold fast to and share with my students is that no matter the style of music, what's really important is that the band and the artists and the musicians, they work together for a common purpose, for that betterment of the music, the product, the experience. And I really feel like I share that core value with my students and educators at Anoka Hennepin. One more question before we part. I just want to ask you, when you found out you were an Above and Beyond winner this year, what was your reaction? I was a little shocked. Uh, to be honest, I know as educators, we try not to compare ourselves to anyone else, but I could probably rattle off 15, 20 other people that I know that deserve this and or what I feel deserve it even more than I do. So um, I was a little surprised. I'm very grateful for this experience. I feel like every educator should sit down and do some self-reflection of the best parts of them and what makes them tick and what drives them because that's actually been one of the most rewarding parts of this whole experience, especially when we can start to focus on the negative aspects of the job or the mis little mistakes that we make day to day, to sit back and think bigger picture, who are we as humans? What are the good that we're doing together? And what really drives us is a very special experience. That's awesome, Rachel. And it's been so great getting to know you through this podcast. Thank you so much for coming on and uh, sharing a little bit about yourself. Congratulations on your selection as an Above and Beyond winner. Thank you from all your students and our schools. Thank you so much. I really have had fun. Above and Beyond recognition is indeed a special honor. Nearly 200 employees were nominated this year and a selection committee carefully reviewed applications to arrive at the awardees selected. Who can nominate an employee? Parents, students, employees, volunteers, or community members, anyone can nominate school employees whose performance they consider to be extraordinary. Special thanks goes to the Anoka Hennepin Education Foundation for sponsoring the Above and Beyond Awards. Learn more about their work at ahef.us. For more information about Above and Beyond winners, listen in for additional podcasts in this series, or visit ahschools.us forward slash above and beyond.